Hey, what's up? It's Tasia, and this is another episode of Tasia Talks. Of course, y'all already know there is no Tasia Talks without my co-host. Hey, y'all. You know, it's your girl, Red. We back, and the tea is hot tonight. Piper. The tea is hot tonight. (laughs) This is Denise, and we are back. Tasia, what are we talking about tonight? Oh, my goodness. It's all over the news. It's all over the internet. It's all over the world. It's all over Chris Rock's face. It's right. It's all over Chris Rock's face. If you haven't guessed it yet, we're talking about Will Smith's hands, baby. (laughs) Ready to leave, everybody. Um, But yes, we are going to be talking about the infamous slap heard around the world. Um, And I call it that because it's so multi-layered it's not just a black man slapping another black man so let's stop that rhetoric um it goes a lot deeper than that and we're gonna dive into that so before we dive into that um I just want to give a little disclaimer because I feel like a lot of people have so much to say about this my disclaimer is before you speak on the dynamics of what transpired please be well adversed and educated on what is actually happening um because a lot of people see things surface and i'm not talking to my co-hosts i know that they they understand they got the assignment they know what the assignment is i'm talking to just people in general on social media um who are having conversations about this know what you're talking about be able to identify the deeper issues and just have an intelligent conversation about it it's 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 all fun and games until the black community can't get it together and and i'm not not for that so right let's let's you know what let's get denise's take on it because i feel like denise She was Denise. ready. Yes. I, was, I was only ready because, like, I didn't watch the Oscars. And so even before we start, like, going, like, I think just really quickly, like, round robin, the three of us, like, do you believe it was right or do you believe it was wrong? Like, just was it right or wrong? You don't even have to go, like, explanations in your own honest opinion. Was it right or was it wrong? <sighs> Mine is yes and no. Mine is definitely yes and no. I, I feel like there has to be ex- like an explanation behind it. Only because, I mean, I don't want to get too deep in it till to, to we get to my side. But I'm just thinking time and place. You know, I would have caught him walking off the stage <laughs> type right. thing. That's not the yes and no for me. The yes and no for me is, um, and and I'll elaborate later, but I'm just say a quick statement because Denise asked us to be quite (laughs) quick with it. Quick, quick. Yes, it was warranted, but no, you no, you really shouldn't put your hands on people. So I'll I'll break it down later, but um, and I agree with that statement too. I agree with that statement too. I. I guess mine is is like if you gonna do it, you know what I'm saying. If you if you if you finna be about that hands life, then time and a place. 
Now, should he, should you put your hands on anybody? No, no. But at the same time, bro, you walked up there in front of everybody. Now, you know you weren't going to walk that back. You know what, Denise, what do you think? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So, was it right or was it wrong? Like, slapping him, was it right? No. Was it right in any context? Nope. <laughs> was it wrong? Yeah. It was. Um, if we have gotten to the point in our society that we can see right in any way when people are assaulted, then we're going a way that I, I don't know how we got there. I mean, I just think about all the nonviolent protests that have happened over the years and all of the things that have been done to people over the centuries where people have not taken a violent approach. Um, I just don't, I don't see where it was warranted as a, a justifiable action. But when you say it's deeper, oh, it's a lot deeper than yeah. just a slap on the face. Um, the things well, that I'm resonate with other me, too. yeah, the things that resonate with me the most is number one, the comment, like the joke was directed at this black woman, and in that moment she wasn't given the opportunity to voice how she felt about it. Um, she wasn't allowed to actually react to it the way she probably would have reacted to it if she had been afforded the opportunity to do so. Rolling your eyes or whatever. I mean, there could have been a plethora of reasons why she rolled her eyes, whether she was like tired of hearing about her hair or she was just tired of hearing things from Chris Rock or... You know, she was just over it because she herself had said on camera, she didn't give a shit about what people said about her head. She didn't care. So I don't really know what she was feeling, but we didn't have an opportunity to hear that from her because here goes this man beside her, leap into her so-called defense and protection as if she actually needed protection in a physical manner when something was said from a comedian who's being paid to make jokes um I don't believe that it was directed at her condition with alopecia I don't think that um if it were then hell yeah that was inappropriate and messed up as hell but did it warrant some person standing up on national television in the middle of a broadcast that they weren't even paying for to walk up on stage and assault somebody and then sit down and then yell explicitives like a crazy person? Hell no. Like, who does that? To me, it screamed unstable. And it screamed narcissist. And it screamed privilege. You know? I mean, I don't have the luxury of going to an award show and standing like standing up in the middle of it walking on stage and slapping someone and getting away with it i just don't have that so there's a privilege to be recognized here he didn't get arrested he got told that he can't come back for six years bft but then here's the other thing i keep thinking about it because i think of it at it like from a woman's standpoint like Here's this man who did this horrible thing. He was automatically consulted by other people. He was praised for it. He was all these wonderful things. Like a lot of people don't think that he did anything wrong and he's not gonna get really that much of a punishment for it. 
but he did it intentionally like it wasn't an accident that he walked on stage and punched this man but y'all remember all those years ago when Janet Jackson was at the Super Bowl and she had a wardrobe malfunction and people blacklisted her as if she was like she did it on purpose and she was crazy and all this other stuff I mean to the point where people made references about her in, in movies that I still watch to this day mm-hmm. and and that little white boy didn't get any shit for what he did nothing didn't they, didn't they say later on that he purposely did it or something like that I don't even know but I he, he might have you know like he didn't come to her defense nothing So my thing is, it's like over and over again, like I get the argument about black women's hair. Like, yeah, don't talk about black women's hair. Does does it warrant slapping someone? No, it does not. But Will Smith in that moment made it all about him. It wasn't about his wife. It wasn't about Chris Rock. It was all about him in that moment. And in all honesty, I think he just acted on his impulses. His adrenaline and emotions were running sky high because he was finally, finally after all these years, he'd been like, you know, really trying his hardest to get his hands on an Oscar. He has been like pining for one because he feels as if that's probably going to solidify him as an actor. And he's there and he's so excited and so intense and emotional. He was not in control of himself in that moment. And then he really took no accountability for it. To me, that's just textbook narcissist. But he's also a self-proclaimed narcissist. He's admitted that, I think, in his book and when he was on that little video or whatever. So, um, yeah. Okay. That's pretty much. Okay. Um, Red, do you want me to go or do you want to go? Um, it doesn't matter to me. I'm, I'm ready either way. <laughs> I don't know whether I should go or whether I should go last, but I'll just go. It's fine. Well, okay. I'll say this right, right before you go, Tasia. The other thing, when because you, you were talking about people on internet and social media or whatever, I gotta say that all these black women who are like so excited that oh man, finally stood up for her for for his woman and blah blah blah. I was unaware of the fact that we've taken this new course of like our song or banner for black women saying that we need protection in the form of physical violence. I mean, I thought it was the case that we were promoting some sort of protection and support in the form of standing up for my right to have equal pay. You know, how about that? Don't punch somebody in the face. So that's it. I'm gonna shut up now. Okay. So <laughs> before I get slapped, right? <laughs> no, this is no. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> there is no, no, no. There's no abuse of black women. It's verbal open or physical on, on, people, this, on this show at all. I I like this. Um, I like our podcast and I like our dynamics because I feel like we we can successfully agree or disagree on things and give actual logic behind them. And um, I know this might come as a shocker to everyone, but I totally disagree with everything you said. <laughs> I disagree <laughs> But let me explain to you why um, I disagree. 
I disagree because I don't think, and let me be very clear, I am not promoting violence. I don't think that violence is the answer for everything, but I do think that violence has to be the answer for some things. Um, Because at what point do you draw the line? I can't give you that. But I can say that, you know, (laughs) when it comes to a point, if you don't, fight back your fight or flight kicks in you you might not have the the opportunity to flight you might have to fight so um i'll just leave that there i won't go too much into that so i'll say this okay breaking down everything that has happened i'm not sure how um how into the media you and red are but there has been a massive movement in the last of black women asking for support, asking for defense, asking for um, a black man to stand up for them, whether it be physically, whether it be emotionally, whether it be mentally, but they have been asking for that. Um, it's actually been a very, very big thing. Uh, support black women we need black men to support black women we need we need to visibly see black men standing up for black women we need to physically see them not quote-unquote divesting but allowing black women to not be like our last episode labeled as strong for us to be able to be in a role where we can feel protected and we can feel like someone is doing something in the black community to shield us now i'm not saying that that needs to be you going and punching or slapping anybody i'm not saying that but what i am saying is there has been a massive push and a massive um like awakening of black women saying we're tired of being on the front lines we don't want to be on the front lines we want to be protected we want to be um we want to feel secure we want to feel safe and the dynamics in my head that play out is you have to think about a bigger picture. And I like to think of things like a, a thousand piece puzzle. And I know that sounds kind of weird because I think a lot differently than other people. But I'm putting that in perspective to say what pieces got put together to make this the end result. I don't know um, Chris Rock and Will Smith's dynamic or their interactions we can only allude to things or go off of what's told to us and what has been expressed is that they haven't had the best past they've had multiple um interactions and where they both felt some type of um adversity to the other person they has a little bit of animosity going on so i i can't speak to whether that's a buildup or not but I will say that there's always pieces to go together to make, you know, the end result, the, the bigger picture. I will say body language says a lot. And it doesn't matter whether she was rolling her eyes because she was tired of hearing it, whether she was irritated at Chris Rock or whatever she was rolling her eyes for. Um, the fact that she was rolling her eyes indicated that there was some level of frustration. There was some level of indication of her not feeling comfortable in that situation. That's just body language 101. If I'm rolling my eyes, if I'm detaching myself, if I'm turning away, even her body wasn't even um, facing the stage. It was kind of uh, more towards Will Smith than it was the actual stage. So given those indicators, I would say 
this is a person who doesn't feel comfortable and they're feeling frustrated with what's transpiring um and she has every right to be frustrated it doesn't matter if he knew about her alopecia or not it's very interesting to me that Chris Rock made he was like the producer on this good hair movie and he mm-hmm. understands the dynamic of black women's relationship with their hair and how we are consistently throughout history put on display as a mockery as a caricature as like we're consistently put in the light um, put in the spotlight and joked about and our experience is diminished our right to feel however we want to feel wear our hair however we want to wear it you know dress however we want to dress has always been put in the center in the center of the stage and mocked you, you see it all the time you have tyler perry and Medea. you have mm-hmm. martin lawrence and shanae you have um uh Eddie Murphy playing women. You have you've had Jamie Foxx playing women, and now there's a um, a big you know influx of all these influencers playing quote unquote ghetto black women. You got uh, blame it on Quay. You got just random people. You know, not even like just all these high name people. There's there's an influx of a lot of influencers dabbling in that. Mm-hmm. And I say that to say black women have consistently been a mockery, a joke. So for for Chris Rock to get on stage and yet again in front of thousands of people, yet I say millions of people because this is televised, and to as a black man make another joke. And let's be honest, uh, it wasn't even funny. To make another joke, a mockery of a black woman, it's disgusting. It's stupid, it's idiotic, it's not well thought out, and it's disrespectful. It's totally disrespectful coming from a black man. And I wholeheartedly feel there's so much you could have joked about. There were so many white people in there, you could have said, you could have said so many jokes. But you took time out of your day to say an unfunny joke about a black woman in front of the in front of the world. Um, I thought it was insensitive. I thought it literally was contradicting to what he was trying to bring light to by making the good hair movie. And I thought it was absolutely not funny. We've seen it time and time again that you can say something funny and it's it could be totally rude and it's still received differently. But another layer for me was that it wasn't even funny. It wasn't funny at all. Now, will I condone him walking on stage and slapping someone? No, you should really keep your hands to yourself. But am I going to condemn Will Smith for protecting his wife or being overwhelmed or being human and finally reacting to everything that has been transpiring? Because you gotta think about it. Yes, you do choose that life as a celebrity to have your business all out in the open, but we are humans. They People take on a lot that everyday humans probably couldn't take on. You don't know the extent of what this man was going through. He literally had him and his wife's whole marriage dragged through the media for months, yet I say probably years at this point. Um, so you don't you can't determine someone's breaking point. And 
there's a lot of ways that that could have gone. So I would say him not breaking down and beating his ass on stage is probably is probably um, a lot a lot better than it, it went a lot better than it probably could have gone. Now, um, again, I'll say I don't condone violence. I don't condone you going and putting your hands on someone. But I do understand that he's a human being. And when we get to the level where we break, you don't know what breaking looks like for someone. It could look like anything. Um, And I also say this to say Black women should be protected at all costs. At all costs. And if that was the only way that he knew to protect his wife, who might I add jokes, they can be funny, but they can also be threatening and harmful. Blackface was a joke. White people put on blackface to dance around and joke, but that was threatening to the black community. It created stereotypes. It created unrealistic expectations. It created unrealistic views of our community. It created like a diminishing view of our our community. It was very harmful and threatening. Just like when people dress up as women and play ghetto black women. It's very harmful and threatening. So I feel like we shouldn't take light to the jokes that we make either. Because they can be very threatening. They can be very very hurtful. Very diminishing to an entire experience of people. And then you reference G.I. Jane. Okay. G.I. Jane was a white woman who cut her hair off for totally different reasons. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to say G.I. Jane, Britney Spears cut her hair off. Did you say anything about that? Did you say anything about any of the other women who could have who cut their hair off? But you went out of your way to say it about a black woman. There's so many other jokes that could have been made. You know, there's so many other jokes. And then the added layer for me is these are jokes that you have to review before they're said. I mean, they may not be in their entirety. They may not be in the ending form, but there is clearly a line of which is told to you what to say. And at any given point, he could have decided, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that about a black woman. I don't want to do that. I don't know. Or either, let me find out why her hair is like this before I tell this joke. There's multiple ways in which he could have been smarter about handing and dishing out jokes. Honestly, I don't think Chris Rock is funny. But i that's just my opinion. I don't think I he's funny. I really don't think he's talented. I'm really not sure why he's famous, if you want me to be honest. But... It's the luck of the draw. People people like who they like. People choose who they choose. Do I commend Will Smith for slapping someone? No. Do I commend him for standing up for his wife and saying that's enough? Okay? That's enough. Talking about her. Talking about a black woman in general. Hell yeah. I do commend him for that. Because a lot of the time, whether we want to admit it or not, our black men don't stand up for us. They don't say shit and we aren't protected. We have to be the strong ones. We have to be the therapists. We have to be on the front line. We consistently get mocked. Most of these black men are famous because they put on a wig and dance in front of a TV. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, we, we've consistently, cons- constantly been at the bottom of the totem pole. And am I going to say, no, don't stand up for me or no, don't speak up for me? No, I'm not going to say that. And I don't think that 
I think that Will owes um, Chris Rock an apology for hitting him, but he doesn't owe anybody else an apology at all. Why would he need to apologize for an action that you have now deemed in a certain way justifiable? The thing is, is you can't you can't open the door a little bit and say, well, you know, I'll let some air in and then cut it off and say, well, not that air. Once the door is cracked open a little bit, the air is going to consistently come in. Either it's your actions did not justify what what took place or they do. You can't say you condemn violence only in certain situations and then they can be justifiable in other situations. So that that to me seems like it's a it's a catch 22. It's like but then who is the one making the decision what is and isn't justifiable? Because God forbid I say something to someone that someone finds offensive and they slap me for it and other people say, well, hell, it was justifiable. And then some people say it wasn't. Who Who's right and wrong here? When did I ever in my sentence deem him slapping him justifiable? As and, and multiple times in my statement, I said he should be condemned for putting his hands on someone. But I, I never said that he the violence was justified. I never once said that. I said multiple times, I don't condone it and you shouldn't have to result to that. But do I think the logic behind why this person got slapped is there? I do. I see the logic. I, I can understand when you get to your boiling point, you doing something. But am I justifying it by saying it's right? No. I said multiple times throughout my statement that it is not right to put your hands on someone else. So you feel like he should apologize for for the battery, but not why he did it like right correct the reasons behind it it is a hundred percent understandable but you actually hitting someone no that's not okay and and I, i still stand by that you putting your hands on someone that's not okay the reasons you did it i would say every time you should stand up but that doesn't mean putting your hands on somebody so would you agree that instead of the slap if he was yelling how he was yelling after the slap would that have been okay like just take the slap out if he just you know keep my wife's name out your mouth if he said that if he said hey man that's not funny let's not even joke about that I don't care what you say but you shouldn't have gone on stage and hit him no do I understand why hell yeah I understand why you hit him because damn it black women are tired we tired like we're tired of being the butt end of everyone's joke if he said hey keep my my wife's name out your mouth keep my fucking wife yes that's justifiable stop talking about my wife the bottom line is what you agree upon is that violence is never okay no, I did not say that. I said in this instance, he should not put his hands but on But I him. thought you mentioned before, you don't condemn violence. You don't promote, you don't think violence is ever okay, right? I said, and I quote from my statement, him going up on stage, I condemn the act of him slapping him. 
But I also said in my statement at the beginning, there are instances in life where violence is acceptable. And there is. If someone's attacking you, you're going to sit That's there and just let them attack you? That's called self-defense. It's still violence. That's called self-defense. Even if you're defending yourself, the act of two people fighting is violence. But I didn't have to hit that person because... It doesn't that person, matter why you hit them. I didn't hit that person. That person came up to me. I was protecting myself. It's called Correct. protection. Correct. It's called protection. But until that is deemed protection, it is viewed as violence. Two people fighting. But what if the person isn't fighting? What if the person is protecting themselves, holding their hands up or something? They're not fighting back. That's not not violent. But if you're attacking the person back to keep from getting hit, then that is violent. But if you're just holding the person, that, that of course isn't violent. Correct. But I, I thought the whole thing was violence is okay in some cases. So if you're being attacked. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's all on how you go, how you react to being attacked. You could also go into flight or fight. Like the person could run up on you and you could actually take off. You don't have to stay and protect yourself. You can leave. You can run. But what you do in that moment, how you react to it, if you physically go head to head with them, that is a violent act. But if you're holding, then no, of course that's not violent. But if you're restraining someone, it that person who you're restraining could be deemed as violent. But you're not violent for restraining them. There's right. mo- there's multiple occasions where violence is necessary. Somebody breaks into your home, you have the right to be violent. It's still you. You're protecting your home, but you have still done something potentially violent. That's why I'm saying like people get so wrapped up in one aspect of things. They don't realize like they don't realize like there's actually different reasons in life where you might need to be violent. You might actually have to. And that doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you like it doesn't make you any less any different and and I'll say it again and then I'll, I'll end it with that because I know that you know Red probably wants to get her statement out as well do I condone him going up on stage and slapping Chris Brown I mean Chris, Chris Brown <laughs> no Chris, Chris Brown Rock. wouldn't have let that fly at all okay Chris Brown they would have been fighting on stage anyway do I condone him slapping Chris Rock no do I understand why he slapped Chris Rock yes yes I do. I understand why. Do I condone it? No, you shouldn't put your hands on other people. Unless it's warranted. Unless it's warranted. Yes, get these hands. All right, Red, you're up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay, so this is my stance on it. Okay. I just feel like it's a time and place for everything. And I'm not just saying necessarily for the slap, I'm meaning that whatever they had whatever animosity they had they should have took that off stage that was a professional setting that should have stayed that way and I feel like him he won an Oscars that night I didn't even realize the man had won the Oscars because I didn't I didn't watch the show I didn't realize he won an Oscars because the slap overshadowed all of that so I feel like if he really because first off 
let's go ahead and get it out there. He was definitely laughing when the joke was being told. He and a lot of people were trying to say, well, people laugh at different things or it could have been a, oh, you think that's funny? No, point blank period, he was laughing. You could see he was. His wife was not. And it wasn't until he looked at her that he reacted the way he did. I feel like time and a place. Now, if they had bad blood beforehand, bro, you could have waited till he came off the stage or whatever the case was. And he actually, I found an article. Um, he did end up apologizing to Chris Rock through Instagram, um, saying that it was unacceptable and inexcusable behavior. And I find it very interesting that in his speech, because I had to find his speech because I didn't watch it, he brought up how I know to do what we do you got to be able to take abuse. You got to be able to have people talk crazy about you. And in this business, you got to be able to have people disrespecting you. And you got to smile and you got to pretend like that's okay. So for him to have that in his speech, he did the opposite of that. He was hit with some disrespectful stuff and he reacted. Now what to me, I you you did not that with time and place. It did not need to be done there. Now if you wanted to slap that man off stage, hey, you within your right to react however you want to react. I I don't condone violence. However, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your life. If you feel like that man need to be slapped, then hey, go for it. But so can what I, I respond to three parts of what you just said right quick? Because I don't want to lose it. Okay. So, and I'm going to be quick. So the first part is, and he said to do what we do, um, you have to be able to take abuse. You have to be able to blah, 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 blah. Okay, I'm not going to repeat all of that. Mm-hmm. But... You don't think him smiling through it was exactly what he said. You think he did the opposite. If you know, he said sometimes we have to smile through it. And then when he looked at his wife, even though that may have been a fake laugh or it may have been a defense mechanism laugh, that he seeing his wife in such angst over the joke could have made him say, you know what? I'm not going to just smile through this one again. So I feel like there's a lot of play when it comes to that because there is a lot of truth in people smiling and laughing as a defense mechanism. Um, The second part of what you said uh, where you was like time and a place. Historically, the Grammys and the Oscars and all of this is literally, it it has been off limits to black people. Mm -hmm. So I feel like... (laughs) Again, I feel like Chris Chris Rock should not have took to the stage to belittle a black woman's experience by talking about her hair, which is her glory. Given the historical aspect of the Grammys and the Oscars and all, like it's black people are just getting a quote unquote seat at that table. I hate that mm-hmm. term, but they're just quote unquote getting that. So you shouldn't be a black man saying jokes about women's hair or black women in general you just shouldn't and then um the other part um i think i forgot it but that i just wanted to bring those two to the light just like but go ahead and i i totally agree with you i feel like and and this goes back to something that you did say that he probably hit a breaking point we don't know because i watched his speech and he was very emotional and i don't think his emotions was oh I got an Oscars for the first time I feel like his emotion was everything that was going on in him just it it was coming out he was very emotional he apologized to the academy he did not apologize to Chris Rock in that moment but he did apologize to the the academy um, for you know basically what happened 
and he said love will make you do crazy things so i really i do agree with you that he he had a breaking point he probably looked over at his wife and she probably had this look on her face that broke him inside and he was like oh no and he in in that moment he felt like he needed to do something and it was to slap him and i will say this this is not the first time chris rock has uh, has come for jada's neck it was another um i want to say back in 2016 it might have still been the oscars but he mentioned how she was boycotting it but wasn't even invited anyway so it was like it was basically telling her she was irrelevant to boycott something she wasn't invited to sit at the table and eat you know what i'm saying so this ain't his first time he done had some tasteless jokes but that one definitely below the bell i'm i'm still in awe that you had a whole documentary about black women their hair right their crown and you had the audacity to come for hers like that that to me let me know you was just trying to get a rise out of people you were just trying to poke fun at something and you had no type of thought behind wait let me not come for this black queen's crown you know because i already i already know how they feel about their hair and she did actually come out in 2018 and said she had alopecia so he had plenty of time to look up even if he didn't make that joke he had plenty of time to look to see if that was a medical issue as to why she was bald but whether it was or wasn't it wasn't his place to do that correct i understand he's a comedian but guess what you not on a comedic platform tonight you know you're at the oscars in front of millions presenting awards you're not doing what it is that you he wasn't technically just presenting awards he was actually hired to make jokes and people were writing jokes for him to say so he was actually there in that capacity but that's why i made the statement that i made if people are writing jokes but there is a look through to see what jokes are coming up and what's to be said all of this shit is rehearsed all of it's down to the t you're right know what you're gonna say you don't you may not know how you're going to say it out loud but that joke was already on paper here's something that's interesting though have you ever thought about what if that comes from someone else like what if someone else had made because you know delivery is you know how they say you lose undertones and emails and text messages because you don't have that delivery like i'm not saying it in person you can't hear the pitches in my voice and the tone and everything like that Mm Tiffany Haddish, okay, is oh, another yeah, comedian, yeah. right? Wanda yeah. Sykes is another comedian, black female. What if it had been the case that Tiffany Haddish had gotten up there and was like, okay, girl, Jada, I see you. Yes, G.I. Jane too, coming soon. Would it have been the same reaction? I honestly think Jada still would have reacted the same. I, I really feel like... I honestly well, don't. The, the reason why been different. Tiffany no, no. Haddish also has a bald head. Her hair is well, well, wait, wait, wait Denise, think... wait. Let let Red answer your uh, your question. But this is my thing. This is the reason why. Because I mean, I thought about that, and I really feel like I don't think Tiffany would have actually said that because in an interview they were talking to her about the whole incident, and she was definitely on board with Will and said sometimes you gotta resort to that whooping or you know to correct somebody. So I, I feel like her she would not have done that joke because she was definitely against chris rock doing it so i i don't feel like she would have even she would have scratched that all together 
I don't think she would have even said that. And and with how her hair was, I mean, I don't think she would have came for her hair anyway. He could have well, said I mean, it to Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish cut all her hair off. You didn't say anything G.I. Jane to her. And she was but in all would we have cared as much if you had said it to Tiffany Haddish? No, we wouldn't because this is the thing. I would have cared that he said it to a black woman when he could have said it to anyone else. But would I have cared to the extent that I care now? No, because there's a, it's a, it was loaded. When it came to Jada, it's loaded. It wasn't done in good taste. It was done in bad taste. And here's the thing. Chris Rock, Lord, it's like, I get what you're saying, Denise, because it's the same thing I said during my, my statement. Some things can come from a specific comedian and it is heinous, but it came from them and it is funny. There was multiple layers to that and it was distasteful. It was distasteful because... Chris Rock, quote unquote, prided himself of being a producer of a movie that is supposed to highlight the relationship between black women and their hair. That's number one. Number two, he didn't do the research to understand the joke that he was making. And and by that, I mean, you should have did the research to realize this is a medical condition. You're making light of a medical condition in front of millions of people. It's distasteful. Number three, I'm insulting a black woman and making a mockery of something that is serious. That like that's like it's it's multiple layers. But well, I, it's I one of the later is one of the layers that could possibly even make it into the category of mattering is the fact that Chris Rock has a a learning disorder. He has nonverbal learning disorder, which is on the same spectrum as autism. Um so he has a hard time reading nonverbal cues and it's something he struggled with for a very long time and he's been in therapy with so does I that give him a pass for that because he didn't give her a pass for her health condition but nothing like, is enough but we're putting things into the layer of things that matter right does I can't it matter at all a, that he does have that I can't learning give him disability? a pass because this is the thing and 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 this is probably going to sound a little harsh but this is just my opinion on it i cannot give him a pass even though i have a degree in psychology and i understand the dynamics i understand about being on the spectrum i cannot give him a pass because you are actively choosing a career where you have to read people you have to you could have chosen any career in the world but you chose a career in where it is necessary to read body language and people because how else will you know what is a successful joke what's an unsuccessful joke what people like what people dislike what makes people uncomfortable you cannot possibly be a comedian and not know how to read the room and read people that makes you a horrible comedian if you don't know how to do those those tasks so my thing is I can't give you a pass because you chose a career in which that is necessary. I think the and bottom line is it's, it has really nothing to do with um, Will Smith. It has nothing to do with Chris Rock, um, I guess, having whatever issues and whatever. I think the biggest issue that you all 
have pointed out is the attack on black women's hair. Black is, women. Is that Don't correct? just do hair. Well, but no, no, it has hair. to be black women hair because no. it was specifically about her hair, her crown. This whole movement right now with women trying to get more support with discrimination in workplaces with black hair, all that beautiful stuff. It's just it's more about that rather than the assault. And to me, no, that's no, no. where I that's to me that's where I struggle. Because but see, I, my stance the thing wasn't is, is that. so much focus is on the meaning behind why it, it, it was so offensive his joke or in some cases it wasn't a joke if it's more on that and not about what this person did their actions to me it's just like where where exactly is the line here why is it not the case that we can't seem to address them separately my my issue is not it's not I'm pointing out the crown as other reasons as to I don't understand why he would come for her hair but my whole stance is it was a time and place for what took place I feel like any animosity that the came slap from the, or the joke, joke. um t- truthfully the slap because I, I mean I feel like all of it it just it was not professional it was not professional as Satasia mentioned before it took a long time to be able to eat at that table so I feel like everything that he did that night it overshadowed him getting an Oscar a black man and they're the ones who boycotted in 2016 specifically for that reason because the Oscars were not diverse enough and And then then he goes there and he does that exactly so I feel my stance is it's not on it's not on black women and their crown. Was the joke dis- distasteful? I- absolutely. I just feel like it was honestly a time and place for that to, to take place. And that was not the time. That was not the time at all. Like, I correct him. Do, do what you need to do. Say what you need to say. But it did not need to happen in that moment. But I agree with Satasia that we don't know what was going on in that man's head. He could have reached a breaking point. We, know we, that his honestly, mom made a statement like and some of his family members have made statements like Will Smith's family and what's interesting is that none of them have supported his actions and they none, none of them said that the joke was inappropriate like they never said that and then like I went back to my original statement about the fact that Jada never had a chance to voice her feelings about it she hasn't she still has not her little Instagram message today about healing. That's all she said. It's a time for healing. I don't okay. Let's all heal. I will agree that Jada should have been able to voice how she feels, but she technically already gave how she felt. Body language how? already Body language is literally 90% of communication. She already said she making a lot of assumptions based on that. A I am lot. not making it. Oh no, her body language, she definitely Yo, was this not is literally proven that, that body language is literally 90% of conversation. This woman already without verbally saying it said she was tired of it. She didn't want to hear it. It was frustrating and she was over it. 
literally well, that's what, what she said with her body. That is textbook and, and, people and honestly, black women by their wait, actions wait, wait, as wait, 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 wait. Let me give you a response because I didn't interrupt you in your response. Her eyes and, and Let me give you my response because when you give, when you say something, Denise, you have to allow people to give you rebuttal. You can't just like bullhead their answer and my answer is body language is 90% of communication that's number one and number two it really doesn't matter what Will family has to say it really doesn't matter what anybody has to say the only people who have a say so in what transpired and and should actually be like the be all say all is Chris Rock how he how he felt about being slapped and how he felt about the situation and um, Jada, how she felt about being the butt end of a very <laughs> shitty joke. It wasn't even a good joke. It was funny. Um, and Will, in his response to him doing the action that he did. So Will's family, who gives a shit? They could condone or they could agree or they could. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what other people's family have to say about their actions. That, that's not going to make a difference in that person's action. It's not going to make a difference in how that person feels. So I will agree with you that Jada should have been able to say how she felt. First of all, first and foremost, but I will not agree that she did not already express in some manner how that joke made her feel. I saw the video and I, I mean, if we, if we want to talk about body language, Will Smith was absolutely laughing in that moment, like a, a, a nice hearty laugh. And the person next to him, his wife, was completely opposite. Like she had her hands folded. She was just like, body language definitely said she was not feeling that joke in no way, shape or form. And I feel like had she not had that type of body language, had she matched Will on the laughing, he wouldn't have never went up there on that stage. He wouldn't have. And but then there's you... one more layer too to what you're saying, Shayla, but go ahead, finish. I was just going to say, like, I feel like had he not looked at her and she was looking like that at that moment, it just, it would not have happened. He would not have jumped it like he did. But this man been about his family and he been taking all kind of hits regarding his family so I feel like just in that public light like you said he they boycotted the Oscars and they hadn't been there and now they've been well she was being shined on you know that was his reaction there's another thing that was brought to the light and Denise I want to know how you feel about this and if this could have been another factor as well they said when it comes to these shows and um, they cut and paste clips together so the actual reaction that happened may not have even been from the joke. It could have been from another joke. It could have been from another moment um, because these shows and, you know, like just like movies and shows and things in general, they will cut different scenes and put them together so that they look better or that they look a specific way. It's, it's what they do on um, these uh what are they called? Reality shows too? Or where you'll see a scene and that's not even how they felt and they, they push a certain narrative. So what do you think about that as well? Uh, it's 
what a hypothetical so I mean it's if it were true and she wasn't actually making that reaction to what Chris Rock said then it kind of discredits all of this and what if the cut scene what if the actual reaction was both of them were upset what if she was rolling her eyes at another joke and he was laughing at another joke but the actual response that was not put in there and that was cut and put in there was that they both were upset by the joke he was clearly upset by the joke because he went up there and slapped that man I never said I didn't mention Red mentioned that he was laughing at the joke right I know I know Red but I'm asking you like would that change your mind about About anything you're saying if that was a cut scene from another joke but with the actual joke what about what I'm saying would it change you know how you feel about his actions how you feel about you know like him protecting her quote unquote would it change anything about how you feel knowing that there's a possibility that that was a cut scene and they probably were both upset by the joke it's not going to change my opinion about the fact that him walking on the stage and disrupting that um, award ceremony and slapping someone no it, that's not okay and in no context of our culture and our society should that be okay no this last thing I'm going to say on it because I just happened to hop on Facebook and he's finally like posting um, and basically it definitely was emotional he's saying that the joke at my expense are part of the job but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear and I reacted emotionally so at the end of it he definitely he doesn't even feel like he should have done it he doesn't feel like he should have done it it was definitely out of emotions um he's up here publicly apologizing saying that he was out of line and that he was definitely wrong um and embarrassed and his actions are not indicative of the man that he wants to be he says there is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness so i just think it's really interesting and this is denise's point too jada has she's not really saying anything because i feel (laughs) i feel like jada's not saying anything because she feels it was warranted I, I really do. But then that's you speaking for her again. That's right. the whole like thing. My... I, it, we have got to stop speaking for other women. We just have to. Until she wants to speak on it, she can speak on it. Because this whole situation was directed at her. The The joke, or if you want to call it not a joke, was directed at her. It was her name. It was at her. But then this man sitting beside her, her husband. Stop saying this man, though. <laughs> went up there. He is a man. But he's her husband. But that does, if if I were to play this hypothetical situation out in my head, and that was my husband, and it was me, that was a joke was being directed at, I would not be okay with my husband doing that at all. It just... It's so disgraceful to your family, to yourself, to the people in the audience. I mean, it's not about you all the time. I get that people 
are tired of being the butt of jokes. I get that black women are tired of people talking about their hair. There's a time and a place, like Red said, there is a way to address things. If you had just stood up and told him, you know, that's enough. Don't talk about my wife. Move on. I would have respected that. To me, that's standing up for me. Shutting it down, saying, don't say anything about else about my wife. Move on. Would have been enough for me. Going up on stage and assaulting someone on the, one you. of the biggest nights of your career, you've worked this hard to do something that damn stupid? No. That, that does not... No. No. Red, what's your closing statement? I just feel like things have a time and a place and sometimes you gotta... You really gotta lock them emotions down. Like, you might not like what somebody says, but if that was anybody else, you know, in a public setting that didn't have, as Denise says, some type of privilege, they would probably be in handcuffs. They would honestly probably be in handcuffs. At the end of the day, if you're going to reach out there to touch somebody's soul, you better make sure you're okay with the consequences. Okay. My ending statement, um, I'll say it again. I don't, I don't condone someone walking up and slapping somebody. Uh, I just, I, I think it's distasteful. Um, do I understand the reasons why? I do. And um, I'll say this and I'll say it proudly. When I say my statements, I'm not just referring to black women's hair. I'm referring to black women. Black women need to be protected at all costs because we have been literally um, on the end of a lot of abuse and neglect and on the front lines for a very long time. And I will always say protect black women. I will always say that. Um, it is a time and a place for things. Uh, hope Will can work through the dynamics of what happened. I hope that Jada can have a, a, a say so and actually vocalize. Even and it doesn't have to be public. Vocalize how she feels about what transpired. I hope that uh, Chris Rock can have some reflection and also get you know the apology that he deserves for being assaulted. Um, and then I just want to say, lastly, we are all human beings. Like, we are all human. And to be human means we are never going to be perfect. Never going to be perfect. We have to live in the appreciation of being imperfect. And I say that to say, people make mistakes. Is it right? No. Will I justify him actually assaulting him? No. But we have to stop trying to hold people to a, a higher standard than human. It's human. The, the, he's human. He's going to have a breaking point. We all do. Um, this was such a great conversation. I love how we can have like opposing views and just be so... Um, articulate and intelligent in what we're saying and not just blasting off well this is how I feel and this is why I feel <laughs> I love that we don't always have the same right because like when Denise speaks yes you know yes. what yes 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 say it I see say I it. see your point okay but then it also teaches me to clarify a lot of the stuff that I say because I might say it one way 
for a second. But I really mean you it. You went out for a second. You said it also teaches you. Oh, it also teaches me how to clarify some of the things that I say because sometimes I will say something and I might not have meant it that way. So it's like, okay, hold up, hold up. Let me get my words together. So I appreciate Denise be listening. You know, uh, you know what? I appreciate, and, and I'm, this is going to turn into a conclusion appreciation of Denise. But I also appreciate how Denise, like, pushes your thought. And um, like what you just said, pushes your thought. But also when Denise says something, y'all, and this is what I freaking love about her so much. When she says something, she stands tenfold on that. She's like, this okay. is how I feel. This is why I'm not going to be persuaded if it's not logical or if it's not something that is like put together in a way that makes sense. So I really do love that we can have uh, these this, this discourse and just people who actually bring good conversation to the table. So love my co-host love denise <laughs> love red you guys are absolutely amazing um i don't you know i, I think that these people want to hear us weekly so i guess i gotta tell them how to listen. <laughs> um, definitely <laughs> if you want to hear the podcast we typically release every wednesday at 4 p.m pst and PST on uh, Wednesdays. If you want to follow the podcast on Twitter, we have to follow on that's Asia underscore talks. If you want to send us an email, as usual, say something nice. Anything else will be rejected. That's Tasia Talks Podcast at gmail.com. And I'm gonna let the girls tell you how to follow them. Y'all can follow Lil Red Rider. That's me, Red, on Twitter. Um, you can follow me, and, and if you do follow me, just let me know what's on there because I ain't never been on there. On <laughs> Twitter, on Twitter at PD Rocks, and I'll say this before we close completely out: I was laughing a little bit over here to myself, Satasia, because when you made that comment about we're all human, we're not perfect, we have to, you know, pretty much give people grace. You know, we make mistakes and stuff like that. Don't you um, don't you bring up something? <laughs> I'm just saying, is that grace and that human aspect ex- extended to Chris Rock in this, or is it just for Will Smith? I'm just saying, if we're saying everyone's human, we make mistakes. Listen, oh. I'll I'll give that man an ice pack for his face. Right. Okay. I'll extend some grace. <laughs> Do you want me to get him some icy hot or something to help the swelling go down? Listen, I don't know. I, I, I hold a little ice up there to his face. Right. You know what? That goes always. Um. And and I. But Chris Rock should be in research. Okay. Um. <laughs> Thank you for joining Tasia Talks. (laughs) Bye, y'all. See you next week.